Hello and welcome to day three of the 100-day experiment of the Daniel Burke Show podcast. First of all, thank you to the 20 or so people that have listened to both episodes overall. First day, on day one we had seven listeners and day two we finished up with a total of 14 and now, just as I checked now, we've had about 22, so that's phenomenal. Like, thank you guys so much. Um, I hope I'm providing something of value. This episode will be a bit of a treat. I'll try to paint as best a picture I can of what I just experienced. So, essentially I just went into a float tank for an hour. Now, for those of you unaware of what a float tank is, uh, it's designed to deprive you of all your senses. So what does that look like? So essentially it's a giant bathtub that is fully enclosed, pitch black, soundproof, and full of around 600 litres of salted water. Why salted water? Because your body floats in salted water. And now another thing about the water is that it's, it's heated to about 35 degrees, so the temperature of your skin. And what does that mean? Well, it means when you hop in the water and you sit in it for long enough, your body can't, your body can't decipher where your skin ends and where the water begins. So essentially, after a long enough time, your body starts to produce different kind of brain waves and, well, your brain actually starts to produce different kind of brain waves than what you usually would experience in a day-to-day life. So, let me, I'm going to try and run you through my exact experience because it was, I'm, I'm willing to say life-changing. Like that, I'm, I'm almost shaking, like I walked out, I, yeah, I'll just try to explain it. So, I got to the place, it's called Float Brisbane, uh, their website is floatbriz.com.au, I believe, if you would like any more information. It's not a plug or anything, I'm just telling you exactly what I did. So my mom went to one and she said it was absolutely phenomenal. And I'd heard a bit about it like here and there on different different podcasts. I've heard Joe Rogan talk about it, I've heard Tim Ferriss talk about it, and they all had some incredible things to say about it, so I was interested. I was lucky enough to get a three float voucher for Christmas and Today's February 3rd and I decided to use the first one. So, I got to the place, immediately felt a sense of zen, it was very quiet and calm, there was only one girl on the front desk uh, behind an an iMac and there was cucumber flavoured water on the bench, there was only two chairs in the whole lobby and then there was a pile of books, mostly the books surrounded like encompass topics like friendship, love, quiet, etc., things like that. And then there was a hallway, and down the hallway there was four separate rooms, and within each of the rooms is essentially a shower to to rinse off before you get in the float tank, and to rinse off when you get out, and then the float tank. So, if you can imagine this tank, it it looks like a, like a big freezer door, like if you imagine a big box freezer, Uh, the type of freezer you'd see at like a a liquor store or something with a big black door 
you can't see into the tank, of course, because it's pitch black inside. And then a big silver metal handle that you can pull open the door. And so I was being run through like float tank etiquette, I guess. So of course you you shower off before you go in. And she when she showed me inside, I was kind of scared. I'm not gonna lie. Like I I don't often spend time in small spaces. And even though this place was like I'm willing to say the size, like inside was like the size of a like an SUV almost. Like you could fit a dozen people in there easily standing up like there was no shortage of space but because of the darkness and because of the quiet and because of the the tone of the lighting so it was a light light blue tone of light in the room it certainly wasn't bright at all and I was like sort of scared like I'm gonna actually go in there I'm not gonna be able to see anything I'm not gonna be able to hear anything like that's that's kind of crazy and yeah she was telling me about the float tank running me through the steps of what to do so essentially you get in the float tank you're fully naked um, you wear earplugs to prevent the water from getting into your into your ears uh, it doesn't really matter if the earplugs come out because it, at the end of the day it's just salt water um, and yeah so she left me she told me like what the safety was to just knock on the wall three times or something like that um, the door never locks of course like you can get out whenever you want uh, only thing is that it's pitch black. There are safety handles on either side of the room. So when you look in the in the inside the float tank, it's completely dark. All the walls are black. You can see the water. It's about a foot deep, um, and then you have two like handrails on each side of the room. And so and there's a towel. Well, in where I went, there's a towel like hanging on the door handle to get out. So when you get up, you don't brush your eyes and get all the salt in your eyes. Um, so what happened next? So I went through the introduction, she left the room, and then it was it was time to get in, time to get in. Like I was, I was excited, I was nervous, don't get me wrong, like I was like, what's gonna happen? Like kind of excited of like exploring. I'd heard what, what sort of things happened here, but, um, wasn't quite sure what was going to happen. <laughs> Had a shower and put the earplugs in and then just jumped in. Sitting down in the tank at first uh, and like lying lying down, you put your feet towards the door and your head towards the top of the tank. It's it's a strange feeling. Like it's not like any body of water you've ever you've ever gotten into because you don't have to you don't have to try and float. Like you just literally float. You, your limbs are, your hand, my hands were by my side, my feet were straight, my head was laid back. I was essentially in the perfect position, like the perfect body position, because my body was just adjusting to the natural, however it naturally should be. And that was kind of strange. Like the first, I would say, I immediately jumped in and just closed my eyes and started to like I've done a fair bit of meditation in the past and so I just started to just breathe, like concentrate on breathing. Oh, and that's another thing. The the tank, the oxygen in the tank is filtered eight to nine times every hour. So it, it's pure oxygen, so it kind of feels like you're not breathing any air at all. It's a strange feeling as well. So that's that's another part of the sensory deprivation, but she assured me that it was pure oxygen.
So I'm lying in the tank, close my eyes, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I'm floating. And it felt surreal. It felt like when I first got in, like it literally felt like my body was swaying to and fro. Like I was, I was kind of in like a life raft, uh, if as if I'd just been dumped off the Titanic. Like I was feeling waves and whatnot. But really, I knew that I was, I was perfectly still. And it felt like I was rotating, but I was perfectly still at the same time. It was, it was a very, very strange feeling to begin with. And then, so essentially because you don't, what human beings are used to trying to keep their head up when they're in water, of course, because we have to breathe, right? So if you're lying in water, you're engaging your neck muscles and your, the top of your back to, to keep your head up uh, so you can breathe. That's totally different in a float tank. Like you're, you've got 600 liters of salt water, so you don't have to, it's a weird feeling, you don't have to keep your head up. So my, my neck muscles, and I'm sort of feeling them now to see how they're, how they're going, felt as if they were cramping up. It was kind of a little bit uncomfortable for maybe the first 10 minutes or something because I, I literally had to switch them off and tell them, no, you don't have to hold my head up. It was completely relaxing as well as uncomfortable at the same time. So. For the first 10 to 20 minutes, I would say at least, I, I lost all track of time, essentially, because like I was in there for an hour and I got out and it felt like I was in there for five minutes. But what felt like the first 10 to 20 minutes was me just adjusting to the to the environment, I guess. Like I, my brain was thinking it was still, like I was thinking about the things I'd done earlier that day. I was thinking about the things I would do later today etc etc I was just you know normal thoughts and then I noticed as I started to get deeper like it was as if I was going to sleep and like in a lucid dreaming state but also not like actually yeah it was it was probably close to a lucid dreaming state but I was I, I can't even explain it I was at at first it felt like I was as I said on a life raft and then I was imagining myself like in a, a space capsule, like a one-man space pod, where I was just floating through space, like I was on the movie Interstellar. Uh, like as if, you know those movies where you see like the astronauts go into those deep freeze cryogen packs and then they travel light years across space and to some distant galaxy. like. I, I was literally imagining as if I was in one of those. Like it was, and it was complete darkness and all I had was my own thoughts, like to think about. And I was floating through space. Like that was my first vision. Following that vision was like, I could, something primitive. Like I was, I gotta stop saying like, I was thrown back to as if I was in a Game of Thrones setting. This is the only way I can describe it. And I was in like some sort of toga, like, but this, like the, the thing about these, these flashbacks was like, they were so vivid. Like it was as if I was there and I could control what was going on. And I remember I could he hear my, my heart beating, but the heartbeat 
was mimicking a giant old stone clock in the middle of the village. And underneath that stone clock, there I was, like, wandering around this old ancient town. And I distinctly remember a couple of animals with brown fur walking around, uh, a young boy with brown hair. It, it is kind of surreal, but after that vision, I sort of, like, came back into reality, well, what I consider, well, what I understand to be my reality, and I was out of that vision. So that makes me, like, question, like, was, what was I just looking at? Like, I don't remember being in that scenario in, like, an old country town, like, with a, a big clock in the middle ever, or a whole bunch of, like, ox or animals, like, with brown fur. So who knows? Maybe I was looking into a past life. Maybe I was looking into a, another version of this simulation we might be living in. I'll do another episode on the simulation theory. But that was just the start of it. Like, after that was, like, subsequential. Like, I could go almost anywhere, like, any experience I've ever had, I could drift off into that, that zone. Like, I remember distinctly when I was a young boy at this family holiday place. And my mum was pushing my little brother in a pram. And I remember I got left behind because she was walking ahead and I was distracted by something. And I was running along this rock path. And I remember, like, my feet were getting so sore. Like, this was as a young boy. I was probably three or four years old. And that... I, I was taken back to that vision. Like, I went back to that vision. It was like I was there. It was like I was chasing after my mum again. And then, like, so I can't even describe how long I was there for. But then all of a sudden I woke back up. Like, well, not woke back up, but just came came back to and realised I was still in the float tank. After that, I've, I've almost sort of already lost track of what each vision was. Like, I, I probably went through at least half a dozen different scenarios, like, that I was fully immersed in. It was... It's incredibly hard to explain... And then, all of a sudden, to, like it must have been the the end of the hour, and I hear these three knocks on the on the tank. The first three knocks must not have worked correctly because then I distinctly remember another set of three knocks. So that the three knocks are for the the clerk to alert you that your time your session's up. I came back to. And I literally couldn't believe that it was, like, an hour already. Like, that was an entire hour done, and it felt, as I said, like, five minutes. Like, from that first initial period of me just lying there, adjusting to the environment, for the next 40 or so minutes plus, I don't know, was just complete and utter, like, different different worlds, different realities. I was using my mind to create different worlds and exploring those. I do remember one distinctly. It was as if I was as if I was in the universe and all I had was my back relating to the first one where I was floating through space, but I was I was kind of like just the voice in my head, like just voice in darkness. Like that's all I was. Like stop saying like there was 
I totally left my body and I was almost convinced like that if I was to not come back, like not come back to consciousness or not come back to being able to use my body and I was just this voice lost in this void, like I was content with that. That was strange. I was as if it was, I can't even explain it, like just imagine pitch black and all you can hear is a voice or pitch like completely white and all it is is just your voice, like it is very hard, very hard to describe but I remember being completely content in that moment and it's not often you get, you get to feel like that, you get to experience a moment where you're completely content with, with what's going on. That's, that's what I tried to, to bring it back to whenever I was whenever I was brought back from some sort of vision or some sort of alternate reality that I was slipping into, I try to bring it back into the now. Not thinking about the past, not thinking about the future, just experiencing the moment for the now. And after those three knocks, I was brought back into reality, what I perceive as reality. I think I'm still in reality, like I'm, I'm again driving my car right now, I'm driving home, which is a very strange experience after being in some, some distant land for the last hour or so. And I got out of the tank and I was, I just looked around for a while and like was like feeling my arm, I remember looking down at my arm and looking at the light reflecting off it and just thinking, just having a newfound appreciation for it, like, I'm not even kidding, that's, that's literally how I felt, like, I had a newfound appreciation for the simple fact that the light was reflecting off my arm, because I had the salt all over me, and I stepped out into this blue light, and it was just hitting my arm, and it was perfect in that moment. Stepped outside the float tank, washed my face, or dried my face with one of the hand towels that were there. Slowly removed the earplugs from my ear, set them aside, and then realized I, I should probably have a shower because I, have, I was soaking wet and I had salt all over me. But I was still, I was still in like an alternate, alternate reality kind of state. It's very, very hard to describe. It was like as if, as if I'd just woken up from a deep sleep, like a, I'm talking eight to 10 hours of sleep, but at the same time, as if you'd just laid down on the couch and passed out for literally 30 seconds and then came back to. Like, that's, that's how I felt when I got out of it. It was such a strange feeling. It was similar, similar to the time I got hypnotized both times that I got hypnotized actually and that's for another episode I had a shower came out of the lobby well went into the lobby and was just saw saw two guys about like getting ready to to get in to the float tank and spoke to the girl she asked me how it went and it, I think it took me a while to answer I just literally had no words I couldn't describe I was lost for words and then I just told them 
about my experience with like the neck, how how that was that took an adjusting period to get used to. Describing like the experiences, I feel like as if I'm a a monkey like with a bunch of crayons trying to draw a picture on dirt. Like I can't even I seriously can't even, I'm finding it hard to put into words. I'm glad I'm recording this audio directly after though. So in the future, in 20 years time, I'll be able to look back at this and think, wow, I had that experience. Maybe I better relive it or something. And the two gentlemen in the lobby, they totally, one had had two sessions prior, but one was his first session. The person who had had a session prior totally agreed with me on to, in terms of the neck thing. The, subsequently, the girl told us that when you're lying down in the salt, the body is in its perfect elongated posture. Whereas when you're standing up, you have the constant force of gravity weighing you down. But in the salts, you don't have that force of gravity. Your body can just adjust to whatever is the perfect posture for your body. So I said to her, it felt as if I'd had a physiotherapy session as well as a deep, transient, sub-reality, subconscious exploration, however you want to put it, type experience. And the other gentleman in the, in the lobby had never done it before, and his friend said that he was in for a treat, and I couldn't agree more. I then forded out the front door and realized I had to come back to being to being me, essentially, whatever that means. And I, I, real, I couldn't wait to start recording this because I wanted to record it as soon as I finished up so that I would try and get everything down while it was still fresh. And I mean, I... I'm probably missing out on 99% of what actually happened, but that's what I've just said over the past however long this this recording has been, is the majority of what I can remember. I've got two more sessions. I'm definitely going to be using those. If anyone else would like to experience this kind of thing, Float Brisbane, I'm sure if you Google it, you can experience it like that. I highly recommend it for anyone. Highly, highly recommend it for anyone. And just my advice, just let it take you. Just do it. Just let it take you. Like I was I was scared getting in for the first two minutes, I told you. I was scared when she first opened the door because small spaces, pitch black, not ideal. But wow, what an experience. seriously hard to still believe that that actually occurred. I'm so glad. I'm so, so glad that I did that. But until the next time, until tomorrow, I'll let you all go. Thank you again for listening. I hope you, if you have any questions, yeah, be sure to just ask me about it. All my social media handles are at Mr. M-R-D Burke, B-O-U-R-K-E. My website's mrdburke.com, exactly how it was spelled before. If you have any questions about it, ask me. I'd be happy to talk about it. If you want to talk about your experience with it, 
100%. I would love to chat about it because I feel we could talk for hours if you've experienced something like this before. So, have an awesome day. Keep smiling. And if you go in a float tank, I'd love to hear about it. See you tomorrow.